Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shoppers John Deere presents live from West Palm Beach for the start of spring baseball. Thanks to Academy Sports and Outdoors, it's Payne and Pendergast on Sports Radio 610. All right, Astros spring training. Day four today for us. Day three was yesterday. 4-4 tie with the Red Sox. So we've now seen a, uh, a tie, a win, and a loss. We've seen it all. We've seen uh, Astro, pit, uh, Astro hitters strike out because they violated the pitch clock. Uh, we've seen Luis Garcia pitch like a, an award winner. We've seen Hunter Brown pitch like he uh, belongs back in AAA, at least via the box score. Maybe he's working on some things. But he was wild yesterday. Yeah. There was no two ways about it. He, uh, he gave up uh, two runs in the first inning, his only inning that he pitched – and the uh, Red Sox made no hard contact against him. In fact, the only hit they had was a little squibber down to third base, an infield hit. But he had two walks, a hit-by-pitch. Uh, Maldi had a catcher's interference along the way that didn't help him. Oh, he, yeah. So there was that. I was just too, you know what? Maldi had a, an incredibly athletic leap across the plate to, uh, to, to tag somebody at home. Now, that was Presley's inning. That was a second yeah. inning. I, yeah, I know. I'm just thinking about Maldonado. No, right no, now. I know. I, I know. But we should point that out, too, is that Presley was not great either in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Presley actually did give up a lot of hard contact. Presley, Presley relied on the athleticism of a newly spry and svelte Martin Maldonado and, to get out of the inning. And the arm of a character named Justin Durden, who's had a nice little camp for himself so far. Been all over the place. Hit a home run. home runs. Couple, couple bombs, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and, and some nice defensive plays, yeah. too. So Durden, uh, as, as Pauline said, uh, the fan base will likely be uh, tired of Kyle Tucker's contract demands and uh, be clamoring for Durden uh, by, what, maybe you, April, I guess. When you can <laughs> get a Durden on his rookie contract, all it, takes it allows is, you to do things like move on from Kyle Tucker. All it takes is for Kyle Tucker to get off to a slow start, and everybody will uh, now they'll hate him and be well, ready for Durden. that's not an if. That's been a when the last couple of years for Kyle Tucker, mostly because of bad luck. It's been, that's an annual tradition. One of these, Kyle Tucker hitting screamers right at defenders for the first two months. If you're one of these people who worries about 
uh, what actually happened as opposed to what's expected to have happened yeah. based on X stats. Yeah. Yeah. You know me, Sean. I'm all about the X stats. I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> Tucker you has, it's weird, though. It is, if Tucker ends up having really bad luck this year, again, I, I got to feel like there's something up. The baseball gods or Manfred or somebody has something against them. Something. There's something going on. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so that was yesterday. Hunter Brown, not great, but we'll see. It's one, it's one game. Um, Jose Altuve, his second game of spring training. Of course, he struck out three times on Monday against the Marlins, yesterday against the Red Sox. Didn't get on base either, made contact at least. Here was Jose Altuve. This is an exchange, about a minute long, uh, with Jose Altuve and the media down in the clubhouse, largely centered around his adjustment to the speed of the pitch clock and having to get ready so quickly between pitches. Two games with the new rules, the pitch clock and the, sh- and the band and the shift. How do you feel? How do you feel about how do you feel after playing in it for two games? Yeah, give me more time. Yeah, it's not enough. It does seem like you've been really good defensively. These first two games made some good Yes, I'm really, really good plays. Yeah, really working on defense, really focus on make the plays and a lot of good things on defense. So I feel like I can play good second base. This year. So when do you leave to go to the WBC? You have about another week here in camp? I know yeah. It's not far yeah. To go. Uh, about one more week, maybe a little more, and just play as many games as possible, get ready, and like I said, go represent my country. Did you get any more comfortable with the pitch clock today? Well, like I said, give me you know, a few more games, and you know, I will make my adjustment, but give me more games. They're not going to have it um, in the WBC, so when you come back here, you almost have to like start over. Yeah. Is there any way to prepare for it other than just getting in for live at bats? I think just uh, live at bats and playing. It's just to get used to it. Yeah. I, it was when he said "yeah" that it was uh, almost kind of like "yeah." Yeah. It, it felt it felt like if he really would let go, it'd be like "yeah, yeah, yeah." It's uh, like it's he, bogus, bro. That was Spillane that asked that <laughs> yeah. sequence of questions. I'm like, he's gonna hit you. <laughs> I don't know. I, it didn't seem like he was mad at Spolane. I felt like he was just like an exasperated, yeah, like, yeah. yeah no, like that's all we can his, do. His average length of answer yeah. about the pitch clock yeah. was like four and a half words. Yeah, yeah. His average length of answer on anything else was, you know, 34 well, and a half words. words. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think it. I, I was watching it yesterday, and I almost feel like they should give him um, like some extra large uh, tabs on his gloves. To make it easier to uh, unvelcro <laughs> like and revelcro when he does it, yeah, just do something so real quick, yeah. Go well, kind of like the arthritis caps on an Advil, right? You know, have you ever accidentally bought the arthritis ones and I it's have. like this this monstrous wheel of a top that's easy to open? I used to do live reads a long time ago with the yeah. station for a computer company. I think it was called MyGate, and they did computers for senior citizens. Oh, so like and big the monitors. But and big monitors and button the buttons were gigantic. The buttons Ooh. looked like whack a mole. No, not like that fun. big. But like they were they were big buttons. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he needs. Or like you're playing one of those big fun pianos from <laughs> he, the movie Big. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Robert Loggia, like st- yeah, stamping yeah. around on it with Tom Hanks. Um Jose Altuve needs geriatric batting gloves. Yeah. That's what he needs. You're right. That's a good idea by you. And uh or just get rid of the adjusting the wrist straps altogether. No. I don't think he it's can part do of that. his brand. We were t- I was talking about with Spillane um, yesterday, and, and he, was, he was making some good points about the pitch clock in general. But then, like with Altuve, if you think about the actual, you know, when you have that ritual going, and when you're a guy like Altuve who's pretty, like, heady about thinking, you know, 
thinking about what pitches he's seen, sure. what might come next, what's he want to do, what's he looking for. It's like his routine has probably a specific stage of thought with each action as he's stepping out of the box and thinking about what he just saw, what he knows of this pitcher and his tendencies, and then he's getting back in. Sort of like almost, it's not just reframing what you do physically as a habit. It's like changing your pace of thought about all that stuff too. Um, one of our listeners earlier uh, uh, thought that this is going to affect offense and that they're going to have to you know, change things at some point because of it. Uh, for whatever it's worth, in the minors last year, it didn't affect any of the stats really significantly one way or the other. It's different in the majors because the I mean, the pitchers and hitters are smarter and they know each other better. So, you know, perhaps it does skew in favor of the pitchers with less time to think about it. But I don't know. There's so much that's unknown. I don't know if there's a way you can really predict it. I think that's a big thing you just hit. There's so much that's unknown about yeah. it. I'm Just from having watched it in person these three days – Trying to exercise logic on how different uh, different jobs within baseball can prepare for the rule changes. I feel like pitchers have an initial advantage. Like I feel like it's harder as a hitter to adapt. Yeah. To, and they, the last question I asked Jose there in that clip right there, like how do you how do you prepare for this? You know, is there any way that you can simulate it? I mean, I, the question was shorter than that, but that was the gist of my question. Um, and he said, "Just live at bats. Like it's the only thing." Yeah, I feel like the adjustment for hitters is going to be longer than for pitchers, adjust, especially. Yeah, and if you're I have a, no idea if, if I'm right, but that's well, what I feel. Yeah, and if, I guess if you're a pitcher, if you're a batter that just stays in the box and you've got an advantage, if you're a pitcher who already worked fast, you have an advantage. But I do think that, I mean, probably <laughs> pitchers probably do themselves more harm than good most of the time when they take forever, and especially if they're shaking off the catcher. Like, all right, dude, come on, bro. The catcher is smarter than you. Like it's just in terms of like having a game plan and studying and and like re- being able to see the game as it's unfolding. Like in general, you should be taking the catcher's advice. So maybe the guys that maybe guys that used to shake off a few too many calls uh, will actually just start pitching better because the catcher's calling the game. I do think the batter's inability now to call timeout just to kind of take a step back and breathe for a little bit is, yeah. is an interesting wrinkle. You know, like you're in the box. There's no, like, you know, they do that a lot. Like, sometimes, you know what, timeout. Time, unlimited timeouts before in baseball. A mosquito is biting my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the worst. <laughs> he, if you got a bug on your face, you just got to sit there. You got to sit there, man. You got to sit there with a bug on your face. got to eat it. Uh, here was Dusty Baker. We know that Dusty Baker, when he was asked about Jordan Alvarez the other day, cited HIPAA as a reason to be uh, – to be obtuse about it, uh, Dana Brown was much more, the GM was much more forthcoming and said, we expect Jordan to start playing games again in the middle of spring training, and we expect him, fully expect him to be there on opening day. So they circled back to Dusty yesterday and asked him about Jordan Alvarez, and here's what the manager had to say. Yeah, he's getting closer. Yeah. Um, we, we haven't really, you know, that's the estimate. You know, by Dana, we hadn't really set up a deadline, uh, but you'd like to, you know, get him some at-bats and stuff before you start the season. We don't know exactly when. Hey, Dusty, guess what? You have a GM that talks now. (laughs) Well, that's an estimate by Dana. (laughs) Get used to it. These two are going to start being at odds with each other. Remember, uh, let's see, when we saw that with David Culley and, uh, and Nick Casario, remember? Casario oh. would. Um, who was the player? There was some. There was some. Casario had given us an answer, and then like a half. 
Oh, it's it, about the quarterbacks. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was about the quarterbacks. Give an answer. To Rod Taylor. Yeah. Oh yeah. He basically about who was going to start. Was yeah. going to be. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Casario was trying to play close to the vest, and a half hour later, yeah. uh, he's like, "Yeah, Terod gives us the best chance to win." Or well, when he's like healthy that. and he comes yeah. back, yeah, it'll be Terod. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. Um, we should mention here, uh, Adam Spillane is getting a one-on-one with Dana Brown today oh. over at uh, spring training. So, hey, speaking of HIPAA, did you know? <laughs> Didn't see that coming. <laughs> since since one thing we've discovered since we're in Florida is that you're very now. Uh, keen to the danger of falling coconuts. Yeah. Because you feel like you've almost been brained by one in our front yard. Correct. The, the falling co- coconuts uh, kill 150 people a year. Yes. Do you remember whether hippos kill more or fewer people than coconuts? Uh, I remember the list you sent me. Yeah. It was very kind of you to send me that list, too, because of my new fear of falling coconuts. To let you know. To that, let yeah. me know that it kills a lot of people. It's, what, it's on, on a list of... 13 things that kill people that you probably might not realize get kill that many people. More yeah. sharks. Yeah. Thir- it was 13 things that kill more people than yeah. sharks. It wasn't like year. a specific category or anything. At first, no. at first, no, if I remember, I, I almost said before I, before I went to this list, I almost said, you know, on that list of uh, animals that kill you in which in my mind, a coconut is an animal apparently, <laughs> uh, but it was kind of other stuff. Okay. Yeah. If I remember, if I'm remembering correctly from your list, yeah. coconuts, we're third on the list. Yeah. They kill 100 falling coconuts, kill 150 people a year. I remember number one was mosquitoes. Which is bogus. It's debatable, yeah. Well, because it's malaria that yeah. kills people. So that's, a, that's yeah. like saying that a person that, like, whoever gave me, <laughs> like, if somebody dies of COVID and somebody gave it to them, and that person. People kill people. That guy's wife killed him. Yeah. How? She transmitted COVID yeah, to him. Yeah. Coughed on him. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I believe hippos. Were I died more, of Steve. If I'm what not, do you mean? Well, AIDS technically, but Steve really. <laughs> if I'm not, <laughs> died of syringe, do you know how many people die of syringe needles? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, if I remember correctly, hippos, hippos were ahead. They were the only yeah. like walking creature ahead of falling coconuts, and it was like a little under three thousand per year. Yeah, it's twenty nine hundred hippo yeah. deaths per year. I don't buy that. I don't think they kill that many people. How do you get killed people. by a hippo? Well, they're they're aggressive. Do they do they, they charge stamp on and you? stamp and okay, everything? Yeah, okay, yeah. They don't even really? eat, they're, they don't even eat you or anything. They are not portrayed that way. They don't take advantage of that. Well, they're just such big goofy idiots. Yeah, that's why they kill so many people. because oh. people call them big goofy idiots. Oh yeah, they're like look at you, you bigot. But they're take gigantic. It yeah, yeah, it's like an angry vehicle. Yeah, almost. So yeah, I don't buy that they kill 2,900, though. If they kill 2,900, there, you know what there wouldn't be a lot of? What? Uh, enough hippos to kill 2,900 yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, we would wipe like, out hippos. In most of the places where people would be getting killed by hippos, they, I, I'm not buying that one. We would wait. If I remember correctly, on that list you sent of the 13 things, yeah. there were only three that weren't another living creature. There, weren't, there were only three that weren't an animal of some sort. Killing people more yeah. than sharks. It was it was uh, falling coconuts. Yeah. Lightning strikes. Yeah. And champagne corks. It says uh, three lightning strikes per year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To, uh, that seems low, doesn't it? It does. It be higher than that. It does. Yeah. This yeah. is and then um, sharks. It's less than one per year in the USA and less than six worldwide. Okay. Another thing though too, I I don't like the stats when people say, well, you know, a uh, shark is. Such and such less likely to kill you than uh, a horse kick, for instance. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like on any given day of the year, you're unlikely to be out in the ocean. Yeah. You know, like tell me about percentage of swimmers or anything. People act, there's like this campaign to somehow 
Uh, like paint great white sharks as this gentle creature They're or something. Not, no. If you see a shark fin in the water, yeah. you get the hell away from it. Absolutely. I'm not going to be out there and be like, well, you know, actually, lightning strikes kill more. <laughs> yeah. You know what happens when there's a lightning storm? Right. You get the hell away and from you go it. Inside, you grab a sheet of metal and find the tallest tree you can find and stand underneath it. Why are people actually, not out do there? That, why are people not out there saying like, well, actually, lightning isn't it, lightning uh, isn't actually that dangerous. It only kills three a year. Of all the the creature ways of dying like yeah. the creature stinging you or eating you or stamping on you which is the one that is the most torturous to you ants looks rough ants is the worst one to me fire ants or whatever yeah. they, there's 50 people i found the list there's 50 people a year that die of fire ant because you got to get boy i was just thinking how that take a long time and just think about when you know have you ever had them crawl like on your foot or yes something? It just yes looks, it's awful it's terrible maybe it doesn't take that long though if they swarm you swarm oh. you. oh Maybe like you go into shock. I need it to take a second and a half at the most. The hippo thing sounds pretty good. I'm not buying 24 champagne cork deaths either. I don't know. There's I a lot like of dumbasses like in bars. Champagne cork followed by a crack to the noggin with a with, <laughs> oh, the, with, yeah. the, with the bottle Maybe itself. Maybe the cork or hit, it starts off a sequence of things. I yeah. like to I like to christen my fight opponents like a ship, right? With a right. with a champagne bottle. The SS pain. <laughs> Here you go, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Smack. <laughs> The uh, jellyfish thing, too. I guess that would be a rough one. Yeah, I need one that happens quickly. When I was a young child, uh, we had a pony that was killed by bees. And that wasn't a fun sight. That was, uh, yeah. That Did was... you like, were you fond of the pony? Was that, was that like losing a pet? No, I didn't. It wasn't. I mean, it was a horse. It wasn't a pony. We didn't ride it, so it must have been a horse. Okay. I thought I remember calling it a pony. Okay. Um, but yeah, like they just got swarmed and killed by bees. Oh, and I remember yeah. thinking, like, I don't want to go that way. Yeah, that was a that was a rough way to go. Yep, yep. So uh, falling coconuts more treacherous than most of the things that we just uh, that we just talked about. And yet, you make fun of me for being afraid of the falling coconut. As, as one of our listeners said, every single one of those people that got killed by a falling coconut probably had it coming. Oh, like or they were going to get killed. People keep they, saying that. They were going to get like they're killed. They're talking about me. They were going to get killed by something eventually. Probably. What about like in New York City when people walk and those old like gargoyles and stuff or just terracotta stuff up on those old just buildings falls. just randomly falls. Yeah. Like how do you ever and like and it's very rare, I'm sure. Oh, it's there. Don't worry. I know those gargoyles are as gentle as sharks, but it happens. No. So like when you're walking down the street. I don't know how you ever like stop worrying about that. Well, just walking next to a high rise that's got a whole side of the building with balconies facing out, like yeah. one dumbass drops a penny or something like that. Well, the penny's a myth. That's yeah, it. It would still hurt. <laughs> <laughs> It would hurt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. You want to go stand outside? I'll drop a penny on your head from 40 stories. They, were, uh, they did that one on Mythbusters, I remember. It was the myth that they drop it and it would just like slice through your body? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like, remember Put that. a hole in the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. In the Empire State Building specifically, they were like, it actually can't even make it. Yeah, like, it just gets blows away. Well, yeah, or the wind like blows it back into. There's a bunch of terraces underneath and yeah. everything. So like, unless you really, even if you try to throw it, oh, great. you can't get enough loft on now it. Now when to, I'm sitting on my 15th story terrace, I got to worry about story number 40 dropping a penny and it blowing back and hitting me in the chest. You are more likely to die from a couch thrown out the window by Antonio <laughs> Brown than you are a uh, great white shark <laughs> or a penny. <laughs> we need a revised list. Yeah. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.